Welcome back to another exciting episode of Let's Discuss. As we prepare to discuss the new and actually final installment of the Star Wars saga that was started 40 plus years ago. It's going to be exciting. Okay. Oh yes, I'm super excited to talk about it, especially since I don't think it's the end of the Star Wars saga, but just the Skywalker saga. Well, it's here, the here. end of how they're doing things. Yeah. Yes. There's going to be a lot of changes I've heard coming out with the next few installments. There was something that happened towards the end of this that I, I wondered if they were trying to set up a spinoff. Yeah. So, well, we'll jump wanna... into that in yeah. just a minute. Here, That's why but... I was kind of being vague. <laughs> let's go ahead and let's go around the table here and introduce ourselves. Go on my left. I'm Ronnie. And... Yeah, I'm a part-time DM here as well as co-host on the page here talking about Star Wars because it is awesome. I love talking about it. The movie, you'll find out soon. What's up, everybody? I'm Caleb. I am a returning player from Eon's past to these mm -hmm. parts of the, of the world. Possibly maybe a future DM? Maybe. I'm also here to discuss Star Wars because why not? Star Wars is great. Except Jar Jar Binks. Bill Burr agrees. Uh, my name's Chuck. I'm a member of the Saturday Night Group and um, Star Wars nerd. I'm Sean and I'm the resident Trekkie. <laughs> but I've, I've seen all the Star Wars stuff too. Well, seen all the movies. You've seen enough to make an opinion about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what counts. Yeah. All right, and of course, I'm Scott, the uh, moderator for tonight. And with that said, let's go ahead and let's jump into it here. So, <coughs> let's see. Let's start it off going around the table here. Okay. Let's go with what were your expectations going into this, uh, this installment? Okay, so... <clears throat> Me, I didn't know what to expect. I set my expectations, it's like I didn't, mine was just hopeful that they would actually land the ending. Okay, let's put it this way. I had the bar set really low, as long as it was better than Last Jedi, I was okay. Jedi. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, what was the question again? What were your expectations going into this, uh, this installment? So, definitely I heard a lot of nasty reviews. I never read any because I'm usually not the type to try to get into reviews before. I gotta see maybe just because I don't want an, I want an uninformed, just raw experience of the movie. Mm -hmm. I don't want someone else's opinion of the movie being bad, someone else's opinion of the movie being You don't want to be tainted. Exactly. So, I went into it... Um, with expectations, hoping that it would be better than The Last Jedi. Especially since when I saw The Last Jedi the first time, you know, I was talking to the other guys here before the show. Um, I think a lot of people, probably me, since I didn't grow up with the original, you know, New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back. I know those are out of order. <laughs> but still, like, I didn't grow up with those. My Star Wars movies that I grew up were, I guess I'm either fortunately or unfortunately, were the prequel trilogies. Or, yeah, 
Which what was the first Star Wars movie you saw? In the theater, Phantom Menace. Okay. The first Star Wars movie I ever saw, I think, was The Empire Strikes Back. Because I no, I might be wrong. I remember the first one I saw had Boba Fett, and I don't think he showed up in New Hope. Nope. Right. Yeah, he did. Did he? No. He. No, Empire. But I showed up in Empire, Return of the Jedi. I remember seeing the it and special. was immediately just in love with the series, the world. But for me, going in to see any Star Wars movie, good or bad, you know, it's a Star Wars movie on a big screen. I kind of go in with a glazed, like, simplicity about yourself where you, just, you don't care. So upon seeing, you know, I showed it a second time, I didn't like it as much. That being said, I guess kind of like how Ryan said, I was hoping they would stick the landing with this because it had a great takeoff, shaky in-flight service, pretty good landing. You're all wrong. (laughs) So I'm a resident old dude, and I went and saw A New Hope in theaters when it first opened in 1977. Nice. So I've seen every movie in every Star Wars movie that has come out in the theater. And as an old school Star Wars fanatic, that was incredible. Okay. So our expectations going into this? They were all met, that's all I'll say. Um, so <clears throat> my expectations going into this, uh, like I said earlier, I was, I've always been more of a Trekkie. Um, I've watched all the movies. Uh, and and I've liked them. Uh, I haven't really been a huge fan of them or anything. Uh, and I'm the exact opposite of Ronnie. I really liked The Last Jedi. It was honestly the uh, it was the only Star Wars movie that I've ever seen that actually got me emotionally invested. That I really really enjoyed. Uh, yes, there are some plot holes and some issues, but it actually got like I said, it actually got me emotionally invested. And so when I heard they took Ryan Johnson off of this one, uh, I was kind of, I don't know. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I have a lot of respect for J.J. Abrams, uh, but I was kind of disappointed that Ryan Johnson didn't get to finish what he was trying to do. So Mentioning being a Trekkie, how do you feel about the new Star Trek movies with Abrams' track record? You mean the, the ones that they've made so far? Yes. Because uh, he came the, off of that into Star Wars. Yeah, I'm curious in your viewpoint from, you know... The first one was... Uh, the first one was a good kind of sci-fi action movie. Uh, the ones after that I actually really liked. I thought they kind of nailed... They, he, they, I think they found a good balance between sci-fi action to make it appeal to newer audiences and more traditional uh, Star Trek themes, I guess. I was curious about that, because I'll get into mine in a minute about yeah. related to that as well. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, all that to say, I wasn't... I wasn't expecting this to be bad by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, I, I was worried it wasn't going to be as good as The Last Jedi. So. Gotcha. Alright, so let's see, my expectations... <clears throat> Well, I share the same grievances as Ronnie does with Last Jedi. I felt like Last Jedi was a two and a half hour filler movie, um, which you get those in television shows, but 
I was like, really? So going into this, I'm like, okay, so going off of that movie and into this one, my expectations were what they were going to do with the previous ones was introduce new abilities. Because they did that in uh, Force Awakens, and then they did that in Last Jedi. They introduced new abilities, even from older characters, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. You know, because you've got these characters you haven't really seen much of in years. And so you want to see how they kind of grow, you know. So that was my expectations was to see new. I really wanted to see new because I was disappointed with Force Awakens and the fact there wasn't enough new in it. There's mm -hmm. a lot of old beats that were being brought back and I was kind of disappointed. Um, so I wanted to see something different. And I will say they did deliver on that. Uh, they especially delivered on that newness of it. Although there were a few parts of it that they went back to the old beats again. And I'm like, oh, you guys are doing so good. <laughs> What'd you do? But again, I expect them to actually close out the, the Skywalker saga. And they did close it out. But at the same time, they did kind of leave it open a little bit. Yeah. Now, going back to what I was discussing with you about the, uh, the Star Trek movie. See, uh, I don't know much about Star Trek itself. I've only seen a handful of the older movies, but mm -hmm. I've seen the newer ones. And mm -hmm. I've seen Abram in one that you know directed. So when I heard that he's going to the Star Wars, I was like, "Well, this would be interesting because I kind of I like the Star Trek movies, even though I know a lot of people hate them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I love them. So I've, I've talked to people both sides of it. People have seen it, people who have not seen the older ones, and it's mm -hmm. all across the board. So I was like, "Well, I'll be interested to see what he does in Star Wars." And then I was disappointed, like I said, in The Force Awakens and kind of how they did that. So when Last Jedi came out, I was like, oh, this would be good. It's a different director, okay? Then I was like, let's go back to Abrams, please. <laughs> Can we have him back? <laughs> and then they brought him back on for episode nine. You know, so I was like, well, maybe he can close this out pretty good. Or do something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I got to say, he actually did a pretty good job of, you know, closing it out. Um, and there was some really good emotional scenes in there. Um, I was expecting that um, hey, hey. with the uh, you know with the passing. Um, so I was expecting that, and uh, that was really cool. That was but cool. I will say my expectations were pretty much for the most part met in this, which was a pleasant surprise. So let's see. Going to the next question here. Let's see. What, or should I say, yeah, what is, I guess, your, the, the best part of the movie to you, all right? And also, the worst part. Mm. Both of them. Which do you feel was the best part of the movie, and what do you feel is kind of the worst part of the movie? The worst part of the movie. And the best part. I think the best part for me, or my favorite scene, was just seeing how powerful Palpatine was. Yeah. Like when he just unleashed all hell, just, I freaked out. He can attest to it. I was going, what the, what? Yeah. When like he just shot the force lightning and like just was obliterating the fleet. Oh yeah, like that was just the most jaw drop moment I've had. The worst part, how underutilized the Knights of Ren were. 
Oh, yeah, goodness. I can see that. I, I have to agree with you on that one. That was a big letdown for me because it was a huge buildup, and then there was yeah. there's no nothing with the follow. You even get to see them use their weapons and stuff like that. I wanted to see all these unique fighting styles, and I'm like, I want to know more about them. But that's why there's a comic book here. Right? I agree with you on the Palpatine though because the way they portrayed him, it was like, whoa, like this this was Palpatine. I mean, he was this was him. I mean, yeah. if, you, if you read. You know, the watch um, the shows, if you uh, read the canon, uh, the mm-hmm. novels and such. I mean, they portray him as powerful Sith Lord, and he was, very much. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. I mean, it was like, Snoke, we have a bunch of them here. <laughs> you see, like, a bunch of, like, Snokes just, like, in test tubes everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, Man, that is hilarious. It's like that explains why. I just won't. He was dead. It's, I thought it was great that he was uh, a publication of Palpatine. Because that made so much more sense and it showed like how just maniacal and how much strategy and planning and thoughtfulness that Palpatine has. Because, I mean, he used all these moving pieces. Mm-hmm. Ever since the prequel trilogy, he's been planning all the way up to this moment. Yes. And novels do a pretty good job of doing a backdrop on that, mm-hmm. um, as far as setting all that up and getting more. Because I remember reading the Aftermath novels, and they did a pretty good job of giving that backdrop. Uh, so seeing that from the past is like, hmm. Um, for me, it's kind of hard to get to pinpoint one exact on either side. Um, but I really liked the redemption of Ben Solo. Yeah, Just good. because, I know, I like to think, I believe people are divided on whether liking him as a character or disliking him. Because, you know, of course, this new kid comes into The Force Awakens and all we see him as is the Darth Vader fanboy. I want to yeah. be like Grandpa. Well, that, that was definitely one of the things with, with the first one. That's all I, all I kept hearing was people just thought he was this emo little kid. Exactly. The second one, I thought he actually kind of but, came into his own a lot better. Mm-hmm. I, I think the moment we actually get to see who he was, that was when I decided that he was going to be my favorite character because every Sith Lord we've seen, they're very disfigured. They're very monstrous looking and he looked very human. Kind of like, I guess how, kind of like Spider-Man. Anyone can be behind the mask. Mm -hmm. Anyone can be behind that helmet. And the moment we see him like, well, he looks just like me. He's just a regular person. I really latched onto that about his character. I like the fact that we got to see the Knights of Ren finally because I thought these guys are interesting. They're his, you know, they're his, his posse. But, I guess, which would segue into what I dislike about it. <laughs> we didn't get to see them utilized because they're supposed to be these elite force specifically that tag along, help him go out and do his bidding. And we see a fraction of them capturing a Wookiee. We don't actually get to see it. We just get to see that they see him. 
That was the highlight for them. Yeah. We got a Wookiee, guys. And then... <laughs> and then they got fetted. And, yeah, and they get fetted. And I was really upset about that. Now, I know I didn't mention this. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter because it's what I dislike. I don't like how Rose got treated. Yeah. Because I felt in The Last Jedi, they built her up to be a new addition to the main character cast. I mean, Loved yeah. heck. Yeah. It, it, like The Last Jedi ended with her and Finn kissing. And... Now it's like it's they had like, some kind of dramatic break up. Well, I don't even know about that. They're just like, yeah, that never happened. Yeah, we we don't even yeah. know each other basically. Finn never got and it. To and it looked like they were trying to set up that other girl as his new love interest or something. And exactly, it's like Finn gets around, man. <laughs> so she kind of felt fell at the wayside, like a yeah. side character. Yeah, and I think that was a really. Like a really crappy thing to do to her character. Yeah, it Absolutely. was, and I think a part of that's due to the backlash of the Last Jedi. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean, that's probably, yeah. but like, I still, I still feel like that was like unless the actress specifically requested, like, "Hey, I don't want a yeah. big part." She may have done that too. Yeah. But still, like her character, because I felt she was the person who reignited, I guess, Finn's belief in like mm-hmm. the Resistance. Yeah. And now she's just backdrop bed. Yeah. Like, who is like she? Like, yeah. I, th- I honestly felt like uh, she would, she could have played a bigger part. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. But. She may in the future. I, <clears throat> I think my favorite part is the entire, basically from the time Ben realizes who he is and turns, sees his dad. Yeah, that was a good moment. All the way to the end, that yeah whole sequence. Yeah, because it answers all the questions. That definitely is the cornerstone of the movie. Well, yeah, but you get you yeah. get the redemption arc right there. Yeah. Then you get Ray getting her answer and understanding it because Ben told her the truth, but she didn't want to accept it. Until Luke told her. Yeah. And that's when she's like, okay. And then she went and did what she had to do. Yeah. And my daughter hated the fact that she and Ben kissed. It ticked her that. off no yeah. end. That, I don't know what the point of it really was in the film, but I'm like... Right. Honestly, I thought it... Did she drain his life look at it? he ghosted? <clears throat> no, the... Uh, a reaction, the best reaction to that. My wife, Casey, when they kissed, like she just went really loud. Yes! And then 45 seconds later, He's when Kylo gone. dies, what now? <laughs> she did that really loud. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty funny. I, I, can, I can vote for that. That was the, hilarious. The funny thing with that was, so like, adorable. I thought the kiss in that moment actually looked great and endearing but at the same time thinking of the backstory of like yeah that doesn't really seem to fit as well <laughs> it made sense to me I did well, a forced diet and it kind of seemed out of place to me yeah. and especially with the whole disappearing right after I'm like yeah I, f- I think yeah, it, I, yeah. F- I'm like, oh, okay. I feel like it was becoming a thing maybe it's towards honestly, the end of the Force Awakens I like, never, I never yeah. saw that together I, but yeah, kind of, I kind of, kind of but like it, was, it felt like it was it was, it was up when in the air. Ben Swallow appeared in Last Jedi the show. Yeah. Ben Swallow. So 
But like, because it could have gone either way. It could have been like, well, are they going to be something romantic, yeah. or is it just yeah. going to be kind of another Vader? Po- you know, oh, come on, Luke, join me. We can overthrow this person. Yeah, together. I mean, that was the thing. Is like uh, with the Last Jedi, it kind of looked like it might be heading that direction. But it, going back in this one, it was back to like it seemed kind of like the brother and sister relationship, except for light and dark side. It's very confusing. Yeah, as it had a, a very complicated relationship. Yeah, as a as a as a true Star Wars fanatic, I didn't find anything wrong with this film. I didn't have bad. There was no bad mm. scene for me. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, my favorite and least favorite are very close together. Honestly, as odd as that sounds, I really liked how dark it went. I mean, like, when he first finds Palpatine, he, like, does the lightsaber. It looks like something they're trying to, like, shoot a horror movie or something like that with the lights kind of reflecting mm. off his oh, face gotcha. and everything. And it, it kept feeling in, like, the final fight scene with him and all this kind of stuff. It felt like they kept trying to go dark, but at the same time, it kept feeling like they were pulling back. Like, oh, no, Chewie died. Oh, wait, no, he didn't die. Oh, no, uh, uh, C-3PO's not going to remember any of this. Oh, no, they just backed up some memory. It's like like nothing had lasting consequences. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that one because I, I did feel that emotional pull there when you saw the ship blow up. Yeah, and then also C three PO, you know, which I guessed it because I remember seeing the previews of him yeah. saying that line. Yeah, and then as soon as they're looking for this map or whatever, I'm like, yeah, they're gonna use him to do this, and something's yeah. gonna happen to him. Yeah, and then sure enough, that's what it was. Yeah, and but like you said, I, I kind of feel the same way. It's like there was no lasting consequence there, so yeah. it's kind of like that emotion that stirred earlier was just like, oh, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> and and the other thing too was like the uh, the dichotomy issues or uh, that I was talking about earlier of like the last, like you said, the last bit of the movie was awesome. Like that fight scene and everything. And when she goes in there and he reveals like, oh, I actually wanted you to kill me this entire time. And uh, so she has this like wrestling, like morality wrestling match in uh, in her head. And so now she can't kill him. So then the question is, how does she win then? But then all of a sudden when he sucks the power out of her, oh wait, I can actually kill him now. It's like, like you have this moral co- code of like I can't kill these people she, but <laughs> I don't see that I see that she only Luke Luke and Leia are the only two that had told her she could do it at that point she'd been trying to get the Jedi to talk to her yeah. and it took him taking her life part of her life force for her to relax enough to say be with me and that's when she heard every Jedi voice saying get up did more than that they, well, she actually was like the right. vessel she for them. She is the Jedi, right? Which, which I think is what the I think that's what um, really turned it around was that right mm-hmm. there because she basically was like since you have Palpatine who was every bit of the Sith from mm-hmm. the past. She had all the way to be to, every bit of the Jedi. She was the opposite, yeah. and it took that in order for her to defeat him. Basically, right. she couldn't and, defeat him before, and, and she couldn't until that point. She couldn't kill him. She used the Force to let him kill himself. I, that was one thing I did think, because she was basically just deflecting his things that it went back against him. Oh, and like, also, yes, the, the anger. <clears throat> she had to let go of the anger and right. stuff like that. She couldn't kill him at first because it was just anger, sure. fear, and It would have done what he wanted. I know, exactly. I mean, that's, that's what I figured they were going for, but it's, it, it didn't feel like it was pressed enough, so it didn't feel like, 
But the, oh, I can't kill him. Oh, now I can. Well, well, but that's not it. The other thing she there's a there was another way for her to win without the Jedi helping her. She could have just killed herself because then he has no no vessel anymore because that's his blood. And if she's the last one, he can't has nobody to go into anymore. Hmm. In fact, when she put the I did not see when she put the lightsaber behind her back mm-hmm. and gave it to Kylo or gave yeah. it to Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I thought, I'm like, I, I stiffened up because I'm like, she's not. Because I thought she was just going to yeah. stab herself. That's, and that would have been, that would have killed his plan because now he has, because that's was his plan. You kill mm-hmm. me and I go into you. She's dead. He can't go into her. Yeah. So that was, that was, that was a thought of I yeah. had. No, I, I, honestly, I, I figured she was heading it, cause I, which I thought was an awesome turnaround and everything. Awesome. My, my, my only problem about the, the whole lightning thing was I understood in Revenge of the Sith, it was all a play. He was using the lightning. He could have stopped at any time, but he was turning Skywalker. So he disfigured himself to turn Skywalker, okay? And this one, he could have just stopped using the lightning. Nobody was telling him to continue using it. He just kept doing it, which was like, what are you doing? You obviously have seen this hitting you. You feel it. Stop it. But he didn't. He just continued to use lightning and destroy himself, which was kind of like... I'm guessing there it was a matter of his pride of like, I'm going to overpower you. And It, was, it felt very out yeah. of... That part felt very out of character for Palpatine. Yeah. You know? Because like I said, previously when we go back to Revenge of the Sith, the only reason why he kept doing it was for show was to turn Skywalker. To show that this guy is harming me. Yeah. You know? And so... I'm the frail old man. Help me. Exactly. It was, it was a ploy. I'm, you know? I'm, I'm doing um, so that's my one problem with that. With like the end of him like that. It's kind of like... Uh, I mean, it was a cool explosive end. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was kind of like... Oh, what are you doing, man? <laughs> you know? But... I mean, that's my, my thing with that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Okay, so... Me... Um, Let's see, what I liked, um, what I liked about was like what Chuck mentioned earlier, uh, the callbacks to the originals, you know, oh, yeah. that was great. Because um, that really felt like that this was a movie that was wrapping everything up. Yep. Um, and that that's what I had pleasant expectation of them doing was wrapping it up, you know, which they did good in that. And yeah. Of bringing back all of the, some characters. You know, Lando was pretty cool. See him come back. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, some phrases. You know, being used. Uh, seeing Han Solo once again. Yes, that was that awesome. was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm so happy they're able to keep that a secret. Yeah. And the other thing was uh, with that was the uh, the movie title, the uh, Rise of Skywalker. The whole time, you know, because yeah. with these titles, the, the entire time I'm watching the movie, I'm trying to figure, okay, where did you pull this name from? Okay, I just this is what it is. Like, okay, Last Jedi, gotcha. You know, I see it now. <laughs> then we go into this and the Rise of Skywalker, and I'm like, Skywalker, no more Skywalker here. What's going on? I know we could argue that's a Skywalker, but he's solo. Come on. <laughs> okay, so when I saw that scene, I saw him and his redemption. I'm like, oh, okay, so that's probably where he got the name of it from, Rise of Skywalker. You know what I mean? The redemptive arc of him, basically, right? 
but then that very last scene, yep. when she was asked what her name was, yeah, and then she Sorry. looked and she, and that was a great moment when she saw the Force Ghost. Oh yeah, that was beautiful. That was amazing. And then she said Skywalker, and I was like, that's it. Well, and the fact yeah, that she had gone back to Luke's and oh, uncle's wow. home. Yeah. And she looked up to the sky and it had like a the two same sons, yep. almost. It was right. the same scene as Luke oh. at the beginning. Yep. I'm getting goosebumps now just thinking about it. And yeah, I mean, it was great. It was a great scene. Um, so I liked that. It was pleasant. Uh, and I, again, one thing I thought was it's just terrible about it um, that to me, I just had a hard time understanding was their connection to each other. I understood with Ren and with, um, I can't remember her name, Jedi Lady. Mm-hmm. Ray. Ray, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understood their connection as far as the, that uh, psychic connection goes and that, or force connection, okay? Mm-hmm. Or even be able to see where they're at at the moment, you know, like the place they're at. But what kind of really threw me off and threw me out of it was when the environment started reacting around them without them actually being there. It just, it just started throwing me off. Like when he grabbed her necklace and like yeah. teleported it to himself across galaxy, it threw me off. And then when they're having that little fight in the room or whatever, right. and then his environment is being yeah. affected, and then stuff that spilled over from his spilled over into her area and then vice versa, and I'm like, huh? I thought that's what I was, awesome. honestly. So, <laughs> I know, it looked cool, but it just didn't make to, sense. I think it's bridging. So I didn't... It, because the way they explained it in Last Jedi, that that wasn't, uh, you know, there really wasn't like the deal. And so I was like, "What's so going on?" How I see it is, he was at at the moment they fought on the on the Endor planet before he before he converted before he saw Han. He was perfectly dark, and she, even though she had all that rage and anger and and you know was questioning she was still perfectly light. So they were the yin and yang to each other, which is why at the end, he could help her when he, when he transitioned and became Ben again. He gave her his strength. But that's why neither could beat each other and they could grasp each other because they were polar opposites of the same circle. No, I, I got that. Right. I just didn't get the environment reacting. Oh, okay. Well, it's Teleporting just, itself across, you know, and that's why that's I did That's the part well, that I couldn't, I couldn't grasp well, that part on. Now, the other part, I, I was totally, I got right. that. The I way, the that, way I kind of saw I just that. couldn't understand. It just it wasn't explained very well. The way well, I kind of saw it was like, it was more like a very thin veil that separated them. And when they, like, the closer they were, because, I mean, like, the only time environments were destructed was when, like, uh, like the tower. was a couple hundred feet below him. No, no, I'm talking about, like, when she, when they sliced the Vader helmet stand, Mm -hmm. uh, that was because their swords were touching at the same time. That was where they kissed and uh, crossed the uh, veil. But at that point, why not just cross the veil? If if these physical, uh, if your environment can cross it, why can't you? Because it doesn't make as good of a Why well, wonder where she's at? Just walk through there and there she is. <laughs> the force. <laughs> that's what, honestly, that's... So anyways, that's just a couple think, things that's kind of... It threw me off of it. Like, I was, I was in the zone and it kind of threw me out of the zone for a minute. When I'm seeing that going on, I'm like, what the heck is this, man? All I know is, I'm looking forward to the book that explains this. <laughs> or, it, it Disney Plus series. 
Yep. I enjoyed it. I, 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 I wholly enjoyed that. And, and for me, I watched the credits, right? So, A, they, in, in the actual movie, they go back to the Ewoks. So you're bringing back some of the old school stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you were a big enough fan to know the names of the characters from the first three, the original, not the original three, but one, two, and three, who played the Jedi, mm-hmm. all the voices she heard were all those Jedi that were in the first one through three. Also, the Clone mm-hmm. Wars cartoon and Rebels. Yep. Yeah, because uh, <coughs> Kanan Jarrus, Ahsoka Tano, um, were two other voices Sakura, as well. Um, I can't remember her last name, but Jedi Master Luminari. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And they were all there. That was pretty Old neat. and young men. So, like, actually... And Anakin. That you bring that up, so that means, like, so... Yes, and Anakin. I loved it. Um, I, I was reading... I actually, actually read, a, like, a thing about that, too. It's like, so, because Ahsoka was, was still, could still possibly have been alive. Because she was only born a couple years after Han Solo was. Well, so there's a, I remember <clears throat> I seen something there was like a theory that she is still alive towards the end of the, to some extent in the Galactic Civil War. Oh, no, it's, guess we'll have see. you seen Rebels? I have, yes. Mm-hmm. I know, so about. About. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I've I've seen in Tommy Wimey of Rebels. I, I know what you're talking about. So <laughs> you know what I'm talking about then after the end when mm-hmm. she, yeah, she's very much alive. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, she. Well, in the novel she is too. So. But the thing is, with so with her reaching out, <laughs> with her reaching out to Ray as she did, as a voice, mm-hmm. are we to assume that she did so while still alive, and maybe. Kind of Ray became this beacon to, well, I guess, whatever yeah. Jedi were still out there, if they were still out there, or possibly, or we could assume that she died sometime prior. Mm. Well, I mean, if you look at it, uh, the way it was set up was that she was essentially the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. So, as Palpatine was supposed to be the last Sith, which is really weird because they had those other people there. I was like, "What are you guys here? Are you Sith? Or are you not?" Yeah, you're crushed now, so we don't know. I mean, so. you guys are just like singing or something in the back. I know. It's like, is that his audience? Did he just like create an audience for himself? Because that's pretty cool. I think those were all Sith ghosts. Yeah, Sith choir boys. Maybe they yeah, were uh, force manifestations of past Sith lords, or the chorus of the Phantom Menace. Duel of the Fates. <laughs> the the one thing that kind of that I did kind of think about though, or that I I was having did have a little bit of an issue with was, uh, like all of a sudden he raises like all these hundreds of fleet ships on this super secret planet that there's no star charts for, and like where did he find all the all these people to man these ships? Oh, this was that was actually explained in the novels. Uh, yes, there was an exodus, actually. Um, the Battle of Jakku, which was the end of the actual empire um, the first time, um, yeah. that there was actually a regiment um, that was sent into the Unknown Regions with pre-plotted destination. Okay. And that's where those soldiers came from. Okay. So, and that's, like, he was actually, for the 30 years that the empire reigned, he was sending probes out mapping the Unknown Regions. Yeah. And so, right when he passed, he gave final orders, and those final orders led them to Jakku, which is right on the edge of the Unknown Regions. And then from there, that's where they launched, um, you know, some ships and uh, crew members out there. 
it. While others sacrificed themselves to make it look like the Empire was destroyed. Yeah. So you begin the second part of his plan. I love <coughs> how petty he was. <coughs> yeah, uh, that's that what talking super about. Super petty. Where he, where he uh, yeeted Solo like <coughs> Vader yeeted him. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. okay, let's do this. Let's go around here. Love it. Let's, let's go ahead and go with the... Uh, actually, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and go... Yeah, with this, the last trilogy movies, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the characters that are introduced. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite character? Out of this past last trilogy. It can even be the older ones that came back. What are the new ones that are introduced in these last three movies that are released? Oh, God. Um, if we're talking about just the brand new characters... Uh, it could be old one. I like Kylo. It could be R2-D2, man. Do you like R2-D2? Is he the star of the show for you? But... He's the most right in the whole guy, thing. Saga. I can't believe I want to say this. It's Palpatine. I didn't, I wouldn't think that, but like it's just he's just the ultimate villain. The way they really brought him back and betrayed him. Dude, he was so terrified. It's because you're evil. He was. So it's because hmm? you're evil. That's all. It's because you're evil. Oh well, well yeah. I mean, it's because Palpatine showed up on Turn the Page a few weeks ago. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> I'm sorry for that one. I hate I missed that one. <laughs> My favorite person, definitely Matt, the radar technician. But for real though, no, <laughs> Kylo Ren. Is he the one that was playing event or uh, Galaga? <coughs> oh wait, wrong movie. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> sorry, y'all. <laughs> they can actually merge now. Right. <laughs> definitely hands down, Kylo Ren. Um. I've always find I can always find a character either in like the Jedi, Sith that I really like. And for me, he just he was a character who I, I kind of felt was going to have a redemption arc, just because like I felt like that would have been an interesting story for him, especially with the events that happened in The Force Awakens, because I mean it was pretty big that there was this divide in him now after killing his dad. So, I will say, love a shout out to him on that one. He actually got to use the cross part of his uh, lightsaber in the movie for the first time <laughs> ever. He was like stabbing people with it. Oh no, I'm talking about when they cut, when they uh, she took the lightsaber and went straight down the lightsaber with it, and then he actually used the uh, guard, the guard of it, and actually deflected her attack. Yeah. I really liked when he was also using it to pin her lightsaber down. That was yes. also pretty cool. But now, I will say about him, though, like, one thing I kind of wish they had done um, was when they did his redemption arc, instead of him just throwing a lightsaber that will get claimed later on by somebody else, actually purify it like Ahsoka did. That would have been awesome. That would have been great to see him come in there with his, you know, legacy lightsaber that he has. That's, that's the one that he made. But with that white glow to it, showing that like redemptive part of him. Yeah, that would have been, been just amazing to see that. But instead, again, they just kind of throw it in the water. <laughs> you know, what's with people throwing lightsabers in this movie? <laughs> that that I actually thought that was a really cool moment when she went threw it in the fire and he grabbed it, which was pretty much the exact opposite of like what he did when he first showed up of like. Man. Threw it over her shoulder. Threw it over her shoulder. If I was forced to, I would not show myself and thrown it back at her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That would actually have been really Didn't funny. Didn't I teach you better? That would have actually been really funny. They should have done that. Uh, um, old school dude has to go with Han. Um, and Lando. It was cool. Yeah. I knew he was coming back, but it was cool that how they brought him back. Yeah. When, uh, how do you know us? And he's, Wookiees, Wookiees stand out. <laughs> and Chewie just goes nuts. That was, that was cool. I guess the thing with Chewbacca, I just thought about that. That scene when they, um, you know, when Leia passed and they, he was given the news. Uh, just seeing Chewbacca. Because of, of all of the original group, they were all gone to yeah. him. He You're right, exactly. He, uh, he Seeing this large Wookiee just yeah. fall to his knees. Right. You know? Yep, Han was gone, Leia's gone, Luke's gone. <coughs> Lando that was a small didn't know if Han Lando was coming back or not. So to him, the entire core group was gone. The OG, man. They're yeah. gone. I, th I thought about that, too. That was, I thought it was really good how they, they let the morning show through him because mm -hmm. it, it made me think of like something I've thought of before of like someday in the distant future am I going to be the only of my friends still alive right. which is really depressing thought yep. uh, sure is so I'm too stubborn uh, <clears throat> yeah my I've been sitting here thinking about which out of like this last latest trilogy which is my favorite character and I also have been struggling with it because None of the characters were bad. Uh, but BB-8? No, I thought about that one. He showed in this film. BB-8 yeah. and, and Dio. Yeah. I found out it was but, voiced by J.J. I mean, <laughs> but uh, BB-8, no, honestly, BB-8 was cute, but at the same time, he was specifically designed to be cute. I mean, and so that kind of, not necessarily ruins it for it, but it, it keeps it from being... I think like like I think R two D two was cute, somewhat accidentally, and so everyone who was kind of endearing to the, uh, he became endearing. But BB eight like from the word go, they were trying to make this cute doll that people would could buy. So like on that on that note, the, the porks that's my favorite character. It's almost it's almost like nowadays you can just see. Oh, they made that character so we, they can have a toy to make of it. Yeah, like yeah. Dio. That's, that's like Dio. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I thought as soon as I saw Dio. My, so wait, who was your favorite character? Honestly, as goofy as this sounds, honestly, I think I'd probably say Rose because she was like the underdog of the underdogs. And you actually knew, I mean, like everyone had their own like inner turmoil, their sadness that they were dealing with and all this kind of stuff. But Rose, you actually got to see her sister and see like what her, the heroic sacrifice her sister did and... Uh, and it wasn't like it didn't have these 20 years between or whatever uh, between things it was literally you see your sister's sacrifice and then you see her response in like two scenes later yeah I, and I and I and I really like how she was like the optimist in kind of all so that I have to actually agree with you on that though because like you said you see her sister's sacrifice and then what I don't know exactly how many minutes later in the movie yeah. this guy she idolizes because you're Finn. You're the, the stormtrooper yeah. of the First Order that decided to rebel against them. He's trying to jump ship and leave. Yeah. So, like, I really thought that was really cool because, like I said earlier, she became that spark to reignite his yeah. belief well, in the resistance. Leia did the same thing to him. Yeah. All he wanted was his money so he could go pay off Jabba, but she sucked him into the rebellion. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting thinking also about my favorite character, and um, gosh, oh, it's kind of hard. I mean, Babu Freak. Oh man, I loved him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was the best yeah, one in this movie. Yeah. I love Babu Fish, man. He, he was he was great in this that, movie. Honestly, um, that that scene where he pop, like when they, in the final invasion yeah. when he pops up and went hi, I was like that looks like something you would photoshopped on a meme afterwards because so there's already memes with him. Oh yeah, surpassing. They're like so long, baby Yoda. Here's Babu Fish. Yep. You know. Man, I gotta say, probably, it's probably Ray. Ray is probably, probably my favorite character in this this trilogy. And I didn't really latch onto any other characters, really much at all, just because you can't. You really uh, can't. Not like the the first three, you could. Yeah. Yeah. The the. The, the newer ones, they're so fast that you don't yeah. have time to... That, that was the that problem was a, I had was the speed of the film. Especially absolutely. in the beginning when this film started, it was right. too fast. No, that, that was exactly what I was thinking. With this one, it literally felt like they were trying to do a full season of a show in the first 30 minutes. And all, and all of a sudden, like these characters seem completely different in their personalities. Yes. Yeah. And, it's like, and all of a sudden, Finn has an issue with, where did you learn these... Uh, Grifter skills or these uh, hot yeah. wiring skills, like you've you've been friends how long now, and you're just now noticing that he can hot wire stuff. Yeah, and he's or, or is just now becoming an, like something you're interested and curious about. Like, yeah, that didn't, yeah. yeah. And, and, and not to mention, like that seems so completely different than what he was in the Last Jedi and well, in The Force uh, Awakens. Another problem too is like Hux. It's like okay. they're trying to make it more haunted. If you go actually read the aftermath novels, like Hux was awesome as a kid. I mean, the way he was treated and the way he was trained and everything, he was trained to be a killer. And he was a whip on screen. Right. Straight up. Hux whip. was the main bad guy who was the spy. He was the, the, the spy. Yeah. The spy. I did. I, I did, I did like that he was the spy, and honestly, I kind of guessed his reasoning behind it. But I, I did like that. I was so they glad we shot him. Oh, dude! When I saw, it, I was like, I was like, thank you. Yeah. I've been wanting somebody to do this since the first movie. Yeah. But um, anyways, like I gotta say, Ray though, I think she, they did a pretty good job of developing her character. Obviously, because they spent the most time on her character. Yeah. Her and um, uh, Kylo. <laughs> I mean, they, they spent the most time on them and their weird relationship. Who knew what was going on? Right? Oh, and then, of course, her backstory they kept going and alluding to, which I will say, that's, even though she is one of my favorite characters of the, the new trilogy, that was a disappointment to me, learning that part of her backstory. That she was Palpatine's granddaughter? Like that's my daughter's <laughs> issue too. She's like, really? Come on. I, I, I enjoyed it. it. Honestly, I, I guess yeah, I, was, I, was I was fine with that because that was not what I was expecting. Well, so. I was expecting a little bit more out of it. I guess. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't really expect it to be Skywalker or anything related to, it, which is great because I really didn't really. It's like we got no Skywalkers, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? 
Um, which then she just became Skywalker at the end of it. So yeah. like, what the heck? You know, which would have really made the kiss between her. And <laughs> right, but just that that whole thing there is just it just it didn't feel. I guess it, it just felt like it was thrown in. Is what it felt like to me. Um, it didn't really feel like it was actually pampered and developed to show that. You, you didn't see foreshadowing in the last two. Basically. You didn't see anything, yeah. in any at all indication. It was kind of like just pulled out of the air and just given to her. And yeah. That's why it was a disappointment to me because there was no, no build up to it really other than you don't know your past. Yes. Well, On- well, I saw it coming in the sense that and we were, my kids and I were fighting, arguing about this outside the theater. <laughs> She's like, I just think it's a cut, it's a, you know, cut, whatever, you know, just to, to, to cop get, out. cop out. Yeah, that's the Oh, word. I heard her disappointment behind and, me. I'm like, and, uh, does that hurt? <laughs> and I said, um, I said, well, it makes sense because. And she's like, well, the force can choose whoever it wants. I'm like, no, 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 no. The force is genetic for users. So she had to have a force user forebear somewhere, whether it was grandpa, mom, or dad, whoever. Well, then what about Finn? Because Finn started well, having force stuff in this one. Uh, he had senses. Well, I don't see that as. Uh, I, I because saw that as the Leia, baby growing of it. Maybe, because that's maybe. what Leia did in the original. She's like, I feel, yeah. I sense. But she never, until Luke told her that, I, that they were siblings, did she ever connect it? Oh, well, it's the Force that I'm seeing. Well, see, technically, according to the, the Lord there, the, the Force itself are actually living creatures, so to speak. They're present in everything. Right. Um, so, I mean, technically, everybody has that in except for droids. Although there was one Force using droid. That's a totally different story. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was really weird. But anyways, um, yeah, that there, but uh, I was going somewhere with that. I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> anyway, I just, I just thought it, it made sense to me. Oh, oh the, the uh, little boy with the broom. Yeah, yeah I remember him. The what? Well, my Shedai. Yeah, at the, at the very end of the last Shedai, the, the, the stable oh, boy, right, kind of right. weird. Yeah, it's like, like Jaws the Well, so like, for me, I guess kind of going to the point of like her being a Palpatine. I feel like, like, I wasn't surprised by it, but, like, I felt like that was probably, like, maybe their best way of explaining why she was just, just good with the, like, you know, good in, like, strong with the Force. Because, I mean, her first time wielding a lightsaber, she beat someone who had traditional training in yeah, it. Yeah, that, that did well, kind of bug me with it. No, well, like, it's not, let's not jump too much onto that because Finn had no training with a lightsaber. Yeah. And was like, what the but, heck are you doing? Yeah. But he, yeah, but he, 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 he only, he didn't even actually, what, beat a stormtrooper? He still got his butt handed to him. But she, he didn't lose a limb now. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Yeah. But her first time wielding one, like in the what five minutes that she picked it up, she was just able to beat this yeah. guy who had years of training. Which See, honestly, that is I think actually my in both light actually, side and dark side. That that was actually my problem with that movie was um, 
the, the way the lightsabers are handled in that with that, mm -hmm. with the fact of like like you said, the no training because even the the younglings weren't even given lightsaber to train with. Exactly. They were they, they were given you know the sticks and such, and also they even trained against the um, a droid, the little yeah. targeting yeah. like she did. Yeah. And it's kind of like that was my problem with that. So I kind I agree with you. Yeah. Definitely on that one. It just seemed like you just like, picked this I, up and you start using it. I, I agree with you on that, but at the same time. If you wanted to nitpick and say, and like, like, uh, what was it, uh, retcon of like, oh, this was foreshadowing, you could say, oh, this was foreshadowing that she was actually Palpatine's daughter, so she was, she had this well, native ability. No, so, but. my point was that I feel like, I don't know, maybe that wasn't their initial trajectory with her character. Yes. Yeah. And they were like, well, people don't seem to like this. Well, hey, if we say she was the granddaughter of Palpatine, he was very gifted with the Force, so maybe now it don't make sense and they won't look into it so yeah, much. The one guy who barely used the lightsaber. Exactly. <laughs> it's because, like, also in The Last Jedi, she had, what, minimum training with Luke? And it was mostly yeah. him telling her to go away and she meditated, yeah. from what I remember. It's been a while since I've seen yeah. The Last Jedi. All right. And she's over here lifting, like, massive boulders, like, whatever. Yeah. So, but you know, Luke, who trained with Yoda himself, barely stood a chance against Darth Vader for a short minute. He trained for a short minute, though. Yeah. I mean, Yoda passing all that. And you also have to remember that. No, I mean, but they're in their fight on in, on Cloud City. Like he he didn't stand a chance. Mm -hmm. But oh, he yeah. but he had some form of traditional training at that point. Whereas, again, again, I guess the point I was making with Ray in the first movie, she just picks up a lightsaber and like, oh, this is easy. Yeah. Well, it's not that. It's like if you look, you have the visual cues where she just breathes and the force starts guiding her actions. Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and go around the table here and let's see. What direction would you like to see them go with Star Wars next? Whether it be television or movies. Oh, man. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, I would like for them just to continue forward because I'm sick and tired of prequels and all this other stuff. But at the same time, for all the prequels and everything like that, instead of making those into movies, those should be the syndicated, well, not syndicated, but the Disney Plus shows. I don't want to see Knights of the Republic cinematic films. I want to see Knights of the Republic the television series. Because, I mean, it's just, it's such a wide range and rich history. What if Knights of the Old Republic was the new trilogy? Or nine trilogy like this was no, that's not going to happen no that's I, I highly doubt that will happen um but no i just, I just want to see him go forward uh, i want to see the yuzon vong maybe come in something like that would be pretty great i thought H spice was the drug in this one huh you said yuzon vong is it yuzon vong no, i'm kidding this oh, isn't um dude a jay and silent bob uh Five bucks, little man. So, like, for me, I guess I would both agree and kind of disagree with Ronnie. I mean, because some of my favorite, like, I guess Star Wars characters in general came from the Old Republic era. Like, I'm a big Darth Revan fan. Oh, yeah. Big He's awesome. Fan. And I would love to see him in some form or fashion on this, either this, this little screen or the big screen. 
My thing is, how are they going to do that? Because haven't they all been effectively just written out of Star Wars canon? Well, yeah. Okay. All of the Legend stuff when they did the merger and they started these movies, they took all the Legend stuff and they basically threw it out. But they've been taking stuff and bringing them back in. Thrawn was Legends, not anymore. They brought him in and they actually that's, made him part of the universe. But he played a big part in Rebels. That's something I had actually because heard I mean, some somebody's uh, say was. That's actually, yeah, that's but that's actually something I'd heard somebody online say that I thought was really interesting was uh, that was actually really smart of them to do of like throw all that out and then they can just yes. take inspiration from that. And if they you can want to know why, what they want, go to Wikipedia and start reading in Legends, and you will get forty years of information. Yeah. And when you're trying to build, you know, upon this cohesive storyline, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just impossible to do that. Yeah. The easiest thing to do is that the toss books stuff even... out and then go back and revisit and then bring in what you can bring in. Well, I mean, it's like, but I guess that goes back to my point, though. So, like, could we see maybe a, a TV series or a film series, like, about characters from the older probably Darth Revan or Malgus? Yeah, absolutely. You know why? Old Republic took place 3,000 years before the prequel movies. Mm-hmm. 3,000 years is a long time. Yeah. Then we can see <laughs> so, cast a spell. So if they did make a movie, then it would, uh, instead of being a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, it was a really long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> in the same galaxy you already know. Honestly, 3,000 years isn't really that long on a cosmic scale. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's space. Um, I mean, I guess yeah. outside of that, I would like to see them explore some stuff from like character because like I got like books but sometimes it's hard for me to pick up like a traditional novel and get into it so that's yeah. a, by the time I've invested that amount of time to get into it it's a lot of time <laughs> to force me. I'm pretty much halfway done with the book so I'm like hey you know what this was a good idea so like I would love to see like what's going on what happened what was Ahsoka up to during the Galactic Civil War outside of what we know was going on in Rebels Right. What was, you know, I'm excited because the Obi-Wan TV sh- uh, series coming on to Disney Plus. I'm excited for that because I loved Obi-Wan. It's going to take place in the desert. More excited to have you and McGregor, too. Yes. That I'm excited about. The desert? Yeah. Ewan McGregor. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. It's sand. It's coarse and rough and it gets everywhere. All right. What about you, Chuck? That reaction. <laughs> In the sense that it's hard for me to take the time to catch up on stuff, I'm perfectly happy with how they ended it, to be honest. I mean, I'm still, I've, I've watched most of The Mandalorian, but I watched most of The Clone Wars back on Cartoon Network when it was actually originally on, but I haven't seen any of Rebels yet, and I know it's on Disney+, Plus, but I just haven't had time to see it. Mm-hmm. So... In that sense, I'm perfectly fine with this ending. I think it'd be cool if Rey decided to start a new Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. So that would be, a, you know, an, an interesting move ahead. Um, the Skywalker Academy for the Gifted. Sure, but <laughs> but what would their? I mean, really and truly, what would their? It's like Batman and Joker, right? If if Joker's dead, what's Batman's reason anymore? I mean, now granted, there's other villains in Batman's canon, but 
the Jedi, if the Sith are all gone, who's the Jedi? You know, what are the Jedi's enemies anymore? What's really interesting about that um, is the fact that these, uh, the, with the Force, it may have the, the Dorgang being basically what it is. Um, it's been said before that it basically has its its own will, essentially, so to speak. Sure. So it would be interesting is to explore that a little bit more. Yeah. I would think maybe further uh, past Ray. You know, because uh, as you've seen through the Star Wars series, you've seen basically Jedi uh, use this uh, towards their own means, and then you also seen the Sith do the same thing. Right. So you know, I I could I could get behind that. You know, what in future generations, what is there? Is there another Jedi Order? Is there more Sith? Who can say? You know, right. there's going to be Sith somewhere. It's but, a big, giant galaxy. Yes. But there has yes. to be two. Hmm? There has to be two. Mm, there's a lot more than two in the anyway. Old Republic. Yeah, but this isn't the Old Republic anymore. Get yes, over it. Now, now they've been anyway. <laughs> Actually, Palpatine did the rule of one. Yeah, Palpatine, but, which yeah. was I am the one. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was his thing. He broke the Sith rule when his brain came. Right. His, it was very. And maybe that's why. And maybe that's why he was defeated. He let his pride get the best of him. And yeah. Anyway, so exactly. that's that's all I can think of. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward now that Disney Plus is out and everything's in one spot. Yeah. All the Star Wars stuff pretty much is yes. right there. Absolutely. To get caught up and, and learn the backstory between Clone Wars and Episode 4 and, and get all Everything that. In right. So, but that, that's all I can think of that I wouldn't be interested in seeing right now is future. What's going to happen now? Is there going yeah. to be more Sith, more Jedi? My problem with prequels using existing characters. Is I already know what's gonna happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the the solo movie came out, it was pretty decent, but I didn't connect with it as much because I already know this guy. Well, but the only I already thing, know what happens in the future. Well, so it wasn't even that. It was answering questions like like when you first meet Lando in in Empire Strikes Back, and he goes, "I see you brought my shit back," and he's like, "No, man, I want it fair and square." So then he goes back and shows that game. Yes. That was cool. I love yeah, that aspect. That it filled in a little bit of the holes that, that Han kind of hints at in the first trilogy. Yeah. That it did go back and, oh, that's and how he wanted to ship it. Kind of like he like getting included in like an inside joke. <laughs> right. Yeah. Han shot first. Have you, noticed, have have you seen four, that they changed care. that? Have you seen that they changed that in the one that's on Disney Plus? I have not Han watched does that not one. shoot first in the one that's on Disney Plus. <gasps> This is historical revisionism. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as what I, where I would like to see it go, uh, in a lot of ways I'm similar to Ronnie. Uh, with, uh, I would like to see smaller stories. Um, not like this huge war of basically God versus Satan. Because that's what this, one, this last movie felt like. Was Palpatine felt like Satan. I mean, that, they, they were building him up to that level, oh, which was cool. Yeah, he was straight up that guy from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, and which was cool for this, but at the same time, I'd like to see smaller stories, and even more, I'd like to see non-four stories, which we were talking about earlier is just kind of my shtick anyways. But also, I mean, it's a big universe, mm-hmm. and not everyone subscribes to the Force. 
the like light or the dark. I mean, there's like yeah. Rogue One, very little touched on the force. I see what you're saying because like uh, Solo, very little touched on the force. Uh, Mandalorian, and, very little touches on the force. Yeah, and I mean, there's so much that they could explore with this universe, and, and they just keep focusing on this one religion. <laughs> I think those three IPs kind of like. A perfect concept for Disney because like it shows yeah. that people are gonna like this because like yeah. I said it's a big universe surely yeah. there's more interesting things going out there that don't involve yeah people waving around deadly glow sticks yeah yeah crushing people with their mind yeah and so like so like that was for me was one of the big things that I liked about the Clone War series even though yes you still have the Jedi and stuff in there it was the it was more focusing on like the clones because my opinion, clones will always be the best military. Just because I like them. Yeah. I don't they like them. They miss a whole lot. I don't like them. They can't shoot. <laughs> they they, shoot. Their clones can shoot. And seven stormtroopers can't. They should make a Republic commando. But that, see, that would be interesting. Series. Because yeah. it'd be like Halo but, ODST. But something like, for, for example, but better. <laughs> Uh, when I said it earlier on the same topic, when I said earlier, uh, on the same topic when I was talking earlier about like them setting up a spinoff, was at the very end when Lando, when what's her name, the girl from that one planet. Uh, yeah, we, we know who you're talking about. You're talking yeah. about the other stormtrooper. Yeah, ex stormtrooper. But yeah, her and Lando, they're having the conversation. She's like, I don't know who I am. It's like, you want to find out? And like. It just makes it sound like, oh, they're going to take the Millennium Falcon and go have their own adventure. On and, Disney Plus. Yeah. Coming next fall. But I mean, I, that could... <laughs> granted, <laughs> granted, how old is Lando, the, the actor, or what was it? I can't remember. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. How old Army is he, Man. and so how long could he actually do, or and how much of a new movie could he do, or a new series could he do? He's 75, by the way. He's 75, okay. So, I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, I'm not sure how well that's going to take off because of that, but I think it, that opens it up to other interesting see, ideas like that. I'm like Joe Woodrow where I want to see uh, new content, you know, yeah. uh, in a sense. Like, for instance, I'm glad that this uh, the Skywalker saga is, is finished, basically. You know? Yeah, me too. Um, cause, I mean, it's very interesting. I mean, Let the past it, die. Kill it if you have to. <laughs> Glad he's gone too. So, uh, <laughs> moving on from that, uh, what I would like to see is so this is what we've seen so far, okay? Mm-hmm. With the Skywalker saga, you saw the prequel, you got the Jedi, you've got the hidden Sith. Cartoon Jedi, hidden Sith. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Then, going to the next trilogy Bye Bye Jedi. One Sith, okay? You know, a couple Sith. That's cool. And then, of course, you've got the, uh, the next trilogy that we just finished up here, where you have the, the Order and then the Jedi. Again, they're still kind of, they're, they're basically scraps. <laughs> they're trying to pull followers here and there, okay? I would like to see it go back to the Old Republic, where the Sith were at their prime with their large army that they had, which was more intense than what the, uh, the Empire was during the Imperial era. They were larger than that. 
Okay. Right? You just made me realize I was wrong. Now I'm going to see those movies. And then also see the Jedi as large as they are. I redact my statement. I would like to see like these two large superpowers in the past like that and see what came to be, how the galaxy came to be the Republic, basically, that we know of from the movies. I would like to kind of see that transition. Because, I mean, we've seen a little bit here and a little bit there, but I like to see, like, an actual large-scale conflict of Force users. But also, in that, in that um, scape, if you go and actually look at the, uh, the different lore, it's far more than just the Sith and Jedi. Just like we discussed, the Mandalorians played a huge part of the Darksaber was forged. Mm-hmm. was during the Old Republic. So that would be pretty nice to go and oh, visit yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dude. Yeah, the Mandalorian uh, oh, yeah. Jedi. And then there's also some races that existed in the Old Republic that never made it into the era that we're in right now um, with the movies. They never made it in that era. You know? I'd like to see like Exar Kun and all So that'd be interesting, I think, to kind of go back and do... Please, no movies on that. <laughs> the television series. To explore it because something that large, uh, you know, I think a television series is good for it because it gives you yeah. the opportunity that you need to explore. Yeah. Like what we talked about, the pacing of the movies was just too, too fast. It's kind oh, of yeah. hard to, to really keep track, you know? That, that was why, one of the reasons why I think I liked the later half of this movie, uh, like we were talking about, was because it had finally slowed down and it w- didn't, the movie didn't feel like it was on fast forward. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I would like I to hate see movies like their own movies, movies. Yeah. but I would like to see them come in the aspect of like Solo was or um, Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. Where it's telling like the micro stories. Well, and see, that was what I was going to say. My all-time favorite Star Wars story that's not been made a movie is, is called Splinter of the Mind's Eye. And it's not canon, so they'll never make it. But it is a, it's, it's really when Luke realizes who Leia is to him and fights Vader for the first time. Mm-hmm. It's set between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> but they'll never make it because it's not canon anymore. It's one of the books that got thrown out. And they've already one of my favorites, to cut all that off. Um, was Force Unleashed with sure. Starkiller. Sure. Oh, oh yeah. Ewok hunting was so much fun. Right. <laughs> Supposedly Sam Witwer was a voice in the thing too. I yes. Sh- I actually have a question. So, was it him? Was it Starkiller? I actually have a question. Uh, with Carrie Fisher, obviously, I mean, the whole thing with she died, and uh, from what I read, they were using footage that they had already recorded and mapping it in. Was it just me, or did that, it just really seem off? Like, you could, it really seemed like you could tell that this was just, yeah. they were kind of photoshopping her in. I was so wrapped up into the story, I, I mean, just I didn't tell. even pay attention. Yeah. I know what you mean, I can tell. Yeah. It was, it it was like they took like an old film format and like spiced it, it in. It didn't bother me at all. Yeah. So. Huh. I, I, I knew what was happening. I knew it was going to happen. So let's go ahead and let's, let's go ahead and wrap this up here, guys. So let's do this. Let's go around the table here. And let's give it a scale of one to five lightsabers. <clears throat> One to five lightsabers. And then go ahead and go with the color, because I want to know what color lightsaber you're picking. <laughs> color lightsaber I'm picking? <laughs> you know what color mine I'm picking. <laughs> Better not take mine, because they'll have to kill you with it. That sounds like red. <laughs> five red lightsabers. You can have the red lightsabers. Perfect. 
Are you confused? <laughs> no, he knew what I was going to pick. I know he's going to pick purple now, red. Red, like your shirt. Yes. I better not go on a weight mission. Cool. So why do you give it five? I give it a five um, because it far surpassed far bad bad far surpassed <laughs> my expectations. Fade it out there, Ronnie. <laughs> I mean, never come back from the dead a couple of times. It messes with your speech. Yeah, it does. It's, it's kind of blue. Palpatine got your tongue. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's. Uh, it was a beautiful ending. I mean, everything it it landed. It finally landed, and it's nice to see something that I've been enjoying actually end, and it be tasteful and not stupid like several other things I'll not mention here because I'll go on a rant. Game of Thrones, and uh, <laughs> but there's a reason they were gotcha. and lost. Disney Come on, man. I drink beer, I know things. Alright. Come on. Caleb? Um, five orange sabers. Five orange sabers. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess much like how I said, it landed well. This trilogy had a good takeoff. Shaky mid-flight service, but a good landing. Um, for me, it hit a lot of stuff that I was hoping for. I was hoping for a compelling redemption arc for Ben, and I feel like we got that through the means of his mother reaching out to him with the last little strings of life she had, and that was what it was enough to get him to just, what am I doing? And, yeah. Ray was most like remorseful Jedi I've ever seen. I'm so sorry I stabbed you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> I think that that my favorite part in that is he knows that his mom reached out to him, mm -hmm. and then he turns yes. around and sees Han. And my favorite part in that whole dialogue is when he goes, "You're just a memory," and Han goes, "But I'm your memory." Yes. Yeah. And, yes, that part right there. And that's when he realizes I'm holding on to something I don't need to hold on to. And he turns around and throws the lightsaber. Yep. But anyway, I give it five purple, purple lightsabers, of course. Um, five purple. We got red, orange, and purple here. Uh, I know which one's next. <laughs> <laughs> I could say white. Yeah, bluish white. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Heal. No, it, for, for, for somebody who's watched every film in the movie, and I've been a fan for 43 years, um, it, 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 was a, it was a perfect ending, I think. It really did tie up all the loose ends that, that were left open. And uh, the haters out there that are, are giving it bad reviews, I think that we need to go rewatch it again and, and see for what it is. And, and it's just a loving... Mem memories and loving homage to the original three. Well, I mean, as many as lightsabers we're collecting right now, we can just right. start on the academy and go exactly. after Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I have one more thing to add. Yes. Another reason I gave it five stars. Five sabers. Five sabers. That's right. Unlike Terminator Dark Fate, the more I talked about this one, the more I loved it. Dark Fate, I went in enjoying it. 
But the more I talked about it, the more I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> just debunking everything I liked about this. You're like, this is just a mess. <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? Not Star Wars Terminator. <laughs> right. Star Wars. Okay, I'm going to have the controversial opinion here, but I'd say three and three quarters green lightsabers. Uh, the reason why I didn't give it five was it didn't grab me emotionally like the last Jedi did. That's and because you're a Well, there's there's some truth to that because the thing is, all of you grew up loving Star Wars. It was but like I was a Star huge. Too. Yeah, but I mean. I, I watch what I'm saying Trek every Saturday. What I'm saying is, he bridges the gap. I want. I saw the movies, but I was never. It wasn't ever a pivotal part of my childhood. It was never a huge part of who I was. And th- this movie just, uh, the Last Jedi was like the first Star uh, Star Wars movie that really pulled me in emotionally, got me emotionally invested in everything. And this one just didn't. Uh, which is why I didn't get five stars. I think it was amazingly done. I thought it was a perfect send-off, and there were some awesome, awesome things to it. Uh, and so the, the only reason why I don't give it a four because of that is, uh, a full-on four is because of just like the issues we were talking about with, it felt like it was on fast-forward, it felt like it was jumping uh, through a lot of things, a lot of the characters seemed drastically different than what they were in the last one, and then the unevenness uh, of certain things in it, of like they were going dark, but let's not really go dark, and all that. So, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Me, I have to give it uh, blue lightsabers, by the way. <laughs> I had a feeling. Four. I had to give it four. That's fair. Just I had a feeling. I give it three and a half, but I decided to round up because <coughs> that's what you do with halves. For this man, that's high rating. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I give it four. I really do. Now, there were some discrepancies, like I discussed already, that I just it drew me out of it. Um, mm-hmm. And it just didn't really connect. And like we discussed the pacing. Um, the other part was, again, going back to the same, to be the... the Planet destroying weapon once again. All right, guys. Twice this trilogy. Yeah. You know. Oh no! I, absolutely. Um, that was something that I was like. I, it it kind of reminded me of like the first season of the Doctor Who coming back, where oh, yeah. they had that one episode with the one Dalek, and it was just like, how do you stop this thing? And then at the very end, it was like, oh, there's a million Daleks. <laughs> but but oh. I enjoyed that part in the sense that you realize how terrifying it is because they started with a, a planet size that could destroy another planet yeah. now they've got a ship that can yeah. destroy a planet and that's yeah, I, I get that that's, yeah. actually, that's, that's, that's actually the part that drew me out of it right. um, because it's like okay so I, I don't know but then the other part like, was in that same instance of when it showed at the end after the, the fleets were destroyed um, as they're showing the different planets and different starter stories hitting the planets, and I'm like, when did they ever leave? Honestly, what freaked me well, out he more... Said he sent them out to the all around the galaxy. Well, he said to send them out to one, destroy one planet, which it showed that... He told Ray that, that uh, he had ships all around the galaxy. And that, or that's, Kylo, one of the two. 
I guess to me, I half expected them to siege the galaxy, which yeah. it didn't really seem they were really sieging the galaxy more than just showing up. Because uh, another thing too is that he was wanting to bring Ray to him and also bring the resistance to him, just like he did before with the second Death Star. Something else with with the whole planet killing thing in each of the ships. It was very much like I've kind of seen this six times already. And honestly, I thought Palpatine was so much scarier of a concept than that because with the Force, he raised, what, thousands of ships that, out of the ground? And then he was, like, shooting that lightning and just annihilating everything in the sky. And Palpatine could launch the ships himself. Yeah, that's what I thought was a terrifying enemy. Palpatine so, was very terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I give it, a, yeah, again, four lightsabers. Um, it did... <laughs> I think closed out really well. I mean, they did a pretty good job, I think, in closing out the saga. You know, like Caleb said, there were some bumps along the way. For me, more bumps than others. Yeah. You know, um, but I will say, I do believe that this was probably the best one of the new trilogy. Yes. I wholeheartedly agree. If there is one I will watch yeah. again, it will probably be this one uh, of the new trilogy. Absolutely. So, so you don't want to watch. Uh... Luke, drink that milk again? I would probably, I will probably buy this one. I, I haven't bought either of the, the, the first two. It's going to Disney Plus soon. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll buy this one to put it in, into the collection. Yeah. That's just but, rough. But the Last Jedi is the only one that I've actually seen. Like I actually watched that like five or six times in the theaters. But yes, I have. I won't even tell you how many times I saw it go up in the theater. So we have like a rainbow of colors here. We have blue, green, purple, orange, red. Lightsabers. Red, like your face. So, so it's, I mean, let's do this again. So I did four, you did three. Three and three quarters. So yours is three. Uh, I'm rounding up because I, I think it was much better than a three. Um, five. Five. Caleb, was yours five? I'm doing yeah, average. There so. were three fives. So that's 15 and 7 is 22 divided by 5 is what? 4 and some change? Quick math. Okay. So on average, like our average for this <laughs> is like a four star movie basically. Yeah. Or like sure, this sure. group right here. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'd so, say the average is probably about 4.5 because three fives really bring that average. 4.4 is the average. That's right. So we're rounding down to four. <laughs> you love your rounding. You. I don't like dealing with tax. So. <laughs> My man. Well, thank you for uh, joining us once again, listening to our discussion on the new Star Wars movie. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. With everyone, including your grandma, who probably has seen these movies. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Did you read that? And yeah. also, tune in, listen to the other uh, reviews we've done on oh past ones, such as Terminator, Dark Fate. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marvel movies as well. Uh, be sure to tune into those, and also uh, be sure to check out other podcasts that we have. Yeah, you can check us out with our Turn the Page by Weekly Pie, our podcast and also video that we do on youtube yes please join that yes and then of course uh, right here at saturday night gaming you can catch all of our updated campaigns including our star wars campaigns yep. yes you can see how our players screw up the universe right oh we messed it up <laughs> it's it's not gentle it's not 
Well, thank you again, and this is Sarah Night Gaming signing off. And may the force be ever in your favor. <laughs> <laughs>